Is anyone excused because they've never heard of God? That's a question that I get asked every now and then from people um, because of what the Bible says. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You have to have your faith in him in order to have your sins forgiven and gain eternal life. And so I get asked the question, you know, what about people who, quote unquote, never had a chance to hear about God, never had a chance to hear the gospel? And that also might make you ask, why are you standing outside today, Michael, for this video? Well, it's because of what Psalm 19 says that answers both of those questions. See, in Psalm 19, the psalmist, he's talking about, and which is David, he's talking about God's revelation and where we find revelation and facts about God. And in so the first several verses, he talks about this thing called general revelation. General revelation is the idea that around us and everything that we see and everything we hear, there's, we can look at the creation and learn things about God from creation. And inside Psalm 19, he gives an example of that. He brings up the sky. He brings up the heavens. And he says, we can learn about God from the heavens. And so he says at the beginning of Psalm 19, we can learn you know, some facts about God. What is it we learn about God? How often are these things talked? Does the heavens declare these things? And where does the heavens declare these things? So he says, the heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse is declaring the works of his hands. That's the what. When we stand out here outside and look at the sky in day or sky at night, they, the Bible says, declare that we serve a God who's real, he's living, and more than that, it says he, it tells us that God is glorious, which means he's mighty, he shines, he's weighty, he's strong, and we can look around and see that there is a God that exists who created that the heavens teach us as we look in faith, we notice and should be drawn to the fact that we're not out here on our own, that there is a God who lives, who created all of this. So that is what the heavens declare to us all the time. When do they do that? Well, he goes on and says, day to day pours forth speech and night to night reveals knowledge. In other words, the sky teaches us that God is holy, that he's perfect, that he's glorious, that he's creator all the time. Every morning, every day as the sun goes back and we are outside, he declares these things about God. All night as we sit and we look at the stars and the moon, it declares these things. All the time the heavens basically show us that God exists who is glorious, who is creator, who is perfect. So where does this say that? How, how many people get to see this? Well, everyone in the whole world gets to learn about this from the sky says, there's no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. You got to flip the page. And their line has gone out through all the earth, and their utterances to the end of the world. And them, God has placed a tent for the sun, which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a straw man to run his course. Its rising is from one end of the heavens, and its circuit to the other end of them. And there's nothing hidden from its heat. In other words, he straight up says, everywhere on earth gets this message. The whole, the whole world, he says, the lawn has gone out through the whole earth. It gets this message that we have a God who exists, who's creator, who's glorious, who's perfect, whom we should worship. It happens all the time. It happens everywhere. He even gives an example of the sun. That's why he brings up the sun. He says, just, in other words, just like how the sun, like we have today in this beautiful day, comes up and its rays touches 
everywhere we see out here. The same way the revelation of who God is, that we have a God exists who's glorious, touches everywhere because of the sky. And so this passage teaches us a couple of things. First, it says, you know, is any people with excuse for not believing in this creator God? And the answer is no. Because the sky itself constantly teaches us when we really get to looking at it that God is real. He's the creator of the universe, that he's glorious, that he's strong, that he's majestic, he's perfect, that he should be worshiped. No one is excused, has an excuse for not believing that because general revelation tells us that all the time and everywhere. But it does also teach us something else, and that is that for the general revelation teaches us that God exists and that he's glorious and that he should be worshiped, but it doesn't teach us how to get to God. That's why we have something called special revelation, which is the Bible. The Bible teaches us that we are sinners separated from God because we've disobeyed him. The Bible teaches us that the only way back to this creator God to have a relationship with him is through faith in Jesus Christ. And so the answer really is no one's an excuse. No one has an excuse for not knowing about God. And if someone hasn't heard the gospel, then there's one of two reasons. Either one, it's because they haven't sought it out. They haven't looked to find a relationship with God that is genuine and real. Or secondly, we as believers have not done our job at spreading the gospel like we should. We haven't done our job of supporting missionaries, of being missionaries, of even sharing the gospel to our neighbors and our family members that need it. So no one's an excuse, and God is certainly not at, not at fault if people haven't heard the fault's all in our own, either because we haven't sought God or we haven't done our job as Christians. So the challenge today is worship God, look at nature, look at the sky, and worship Him for being glorious, worship Him for being creator. But also be challenged, if you're a believer, to realize people still need to hear this special revelation of Jesus Christ if they're going to go from believing God exists to actually being saved.